Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'm Adam Malik, Managing Editor for Cars and Job News, and I'll be your host for this episode. Today, I'm bringing you conversations I had with automotive and political leaders from the 2023 Canadian International Auto Show. As you've seen on AutoServiceWorld.com, there is plenty happening around electric vehicles. A recent report from S&P Global Mobility said zero-emission vehicles made up one out of every 11 new vehicle registrations last year. That includes battery electric, hybrids, and plug-in hybrids. So there is consumer demand, and if the record-breaking attendance at this year's show was any indication, people are interested in what's being offered. But the aftermarket has concerns. Are automakers and government providing the full picture around electrification? Sure, these are technological marvels, but what about the environmental implications? Range is a concern, and that only grows in cold weather, which Canada has plenty of. Are consumers fully aware? What is being done to educate them? So we spoke with representatives from a few automakers exhibiting at the show, plus the Ontario minister overseeing this area. Their general thoughts? Education is indeed important. So we'll start off with James Hodge. He's the brand director at Chevrolet Canada, and here's what he had to say. I think with any change, individuals have a little bit of fear of change, fear of the unknown, right? Certainly as it relates to a powertrain change, right? We offer an eight-year warranty on a, on a battery, right? So that's going to give peace of mind to, to an owner, someone who's, who's considering an EV. That's just one of the considerations. We've done lots of cold weather testing on, on our vehicles as well. We've got a test center right up in Capus Casing, right in northern Ontario. Um, so we've addressed those things. It's more an education. Individuals just really need to get into the cars and, and drive them, right? And, and understand, like, does this fit in my lifestyle? As more and more EVs are out there and more and more, for example, Silverados are in fleet company use, right? More and more individuals are going to see, wow, this obviously suits uh, someone who's working a truck. It's, it can work for me as well, right? So that's part of it. You'll see as we release uh, Silverado EV, start building them. We'll build work trucks before we build anything else. And that's part of the strategy here, right, is to, is to have more and more of these, these companies and workers experience a, a truck and, and use it as a truck, right? So, but again, with anything uh, new, there always comes some discomfort around change. And I think it's really just, again, the onus is on manufacturers, right, uh, to educate and, and how fast it is to charge and, and how it can absolutely work within the, their lifestyle. Over at Kia Canada, Vice President and Chief Operating Officer Elias Elachab acknowledged the concerns that are out there. He called for a holistic approach. There's some truth to some degree in what, what you're reading. Now, there's maybe not as bad as it may sound. Uh, but yeah, better technology is not the same in cold weather. Our vehicles, uh, real world, what we're seeing from third-party tests is about 18% loss in range, which is not horrible, but obviously it has an impact. But it, it's education is, is key, I completely agree. Uh, but I think we do more than people are realizing. In fact, we have a, an education center that we opened up in Vancouver, for example, that's a big EV market. And we opened up a, a, an unbranded education center right in downtown Vancouver. Anybody can walk in, we'll give you a full EV download, not just in terms of technology or in terms of range, or, but how it changes your lifestyle, how you plan for trips, where you go to charge. We'll take you on, on, on a one and a half hour journey. We'll take you down to a level three charger, plug it in, see how it works. We'll show you how you plan your range. We'll show you how you set up the map systems. We'll show you, you know, for a long distance uh, drive. We'll show you how you can adjust at home and what kind of lifestyle changes that, that may involve. You may like some, you may not like some, but it's good to know up front. Um, we're actually opening up another one in, in Quebec. We're working towards one in Ontario. So we're actually big, big 
proponents of, of more education to the consumer. But ultimately, there's only so much educating you can do as an OEM. I think the education also has to come from third parties. It has to come from independent sources. And it has to come from government because everyone's going to think that we're only giving you one side of the coin. And as much as we're trying to do the, the full picture. Ella Job brought up government. So we spoke to Ontario Member of Parliament Vic Fideli. He's the Minister in Charge of Economic Development, Job Creation and Trade. He was on hand as part of the unveiling of the Canadian Built Project Arrow, an electric vehicle using all Canadian components. When asked how the government can help consumers as we transition to an electrified future, he pointed to supporting the industry by investing in the manufacturing of EVs and getting people to work in the industry. The role of the electric vehicle manufacturers is to uh, show their products to the consumer, tell them what their products do, and it's their role in their sales. These are multi-billion dollar multinationals. They are sales companies as well as manufacturers. It's, it's their role to help sell their cars um, for all of the reasons that appeal to consumers. When asked again as to how the government can help with education, he again put the onus on the industry. Again, I think it's the OEMs, the original equipment manufacturers, the car makers, that they, they have their marketing budgets and it's up to them to showcase their products and uh, uh, educate the, the public on the value of doing what they're doing. Uh, from the, our perspective, from the government's perspective, again, we are supporting the manufacturing side because that's where the jobs are. We want to make sure that people can wake up in the morning with a job and we want to make sure that we are at the pointy end of the spear of the electric revolution and that's exactly where Ontario is. Uh, we have 94% clean energy um, with our clean energy credit. A battery maker for instance can be at 100% clean energy. We have invested a half a billion dollars at DeFasco to make green steel so that you're putting, you're making a green vehicle. Uh, if you buy an electric vehicle in the States, you are buying a product that is not made from clean energy, generally speaking, a battery that's made from coal power, generally speaking. So while you are driving an electric vehicle, you are not driving a green vehicle. When our vehicles in Ontario roll off the assembly line, you're not only buying an electric vehicle, you will be buying a green vehicle. That's a very big difference. Finally, we spoke to Francois Lefebvre. He's the Senior Manager of Corporate Planning and Market Intelligence at Nissan Canada. From his point of view, this is an area that needs improvement and explains how his company is working on boosting education of its staff who can then better educate consumers. Yeah, that's a focus that we're, we're really working on for the past few years is going a level up with our uh, retailers. Uh, they've, they've become so good at, uh, at selling EVs, but when, when we do have, like everybody else with the semiconductor issues, less production, well, you get naturally you get not as used to selling EVs. So that, that wave of selling EVs, not selling EVs, selling EVs, not, so that's a challenge for a retailer. So I can't critique our retailers about that. What we can do is support them with solid education. So we've taken a step back and educate our, our dealers, right? That's where first point of contact or second point after our website uh, to talk about EVs and how do they work, but also talk about the infrastructure and how do you charge this car? 
right? Uh, most important is where you charge it every day. For some, most Canadians actually buying EVs right now, they're going to charge at home. So how does it work? So really educate dealers about how this, this, this environment works when you're charging at home. How do you actually install the charger at home? How easy it is, right? Uh, and then next is understanding, which is massive for people really adopting the, the, and buying the vehicle, is understanding the public infrastructure. Because we don't see them as gas stations, right? It's very visual. Mm -hmm. But EVs are EV uh, charging stations are everywhere, but we don't we don't see them as, as drivers, right? When you pick up the app and you show them, wow, I got like six around me. I didn't even know, mm -hmm. right? So it's forcing uh, almost our dealers to go through um, uh, the app, download it on their phone, show it to the customer, and say, where do you live? Where do you work? Like, look at oh, you're you're going to Ottawa every uh, you know every four months to see the family. Well. Here's, here's your route. There's multiple routes, multiple chargers. You, you, there's some at Belleville, in Napanee, in Kingston. So you don't, you're not forced to say that one charger and if it's busy, you're done, right? So there's, now there's option, including the on route right now. So that's like cherry on top, we now have on routes uh, charger, which is huge. So educating um, the dealers at the level up when it comes to cars is easy per se. It's the environment around it that's so important. Because that's going to answer your your uh, your readers' questions about everything around this 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 technology. It should be noted that Lefebvre was the only one to talk about mining and the ethical environmental concerns around that. Here's what he said: One question that I ask myself, probably in 2018, is, you know, how about the ethical and everything around mining? Having conversation with Japan on that, and what's interesting about that is. We're very stringent on how how we actually deal with suppliers, and it, they need to respond to certain codes of ethics. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very, very strict. And if you look at our sustainability report that we have on our global site, you'll see it. Environment is a big one, and environment is not just oh we just sell bad uh, you know electric cars. No, it's everything around it, including our ICE vehicles, using less water, using recycle uh, recycled material. Uh, using clean energy, so all these things, right? So that's 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 a big thing for us. That's going to bring us to the end of this episode of Auto Service World Conversations. Thanks for tuning in.